love 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 l o v e love love has been a word that we've made use of i love you i love her i love him i love god i love the things i do i'm in love with you i love myself that word love it's used so frequent that a lot of us have misconstrued the meaning of love and have replaced it with other concepts such as lust, hatred, and dislike. But that's a different case for today's podcast. Hi guys, welcome back to this podcast and I'm your pod host, Victoria Imodo. And today we're going to be having a special guest in the person of Mr. Alili Justice, who is a spoken word artist and the people's hero. So before we, you know, go into our tale of love from personal experiences, I would like to expand on what love is and what love should be. This, my expedition is not just from my personal experience, but also from the biblical angle of what God has said love should be. Now, you see, before I bring in our host, I'd like to give you a background of my own tale of love. Love encompasses a range of strong and positive emotional and mental state from which a virtue or good habit of the deepest interpersonal affection and pleasure comes from. You see, a, a popular actor and person of um, Will Smith once said, there is real power in knowing that someone is riding with you no matter what. No matter what you're going through in the bad times, in the good times, you have someone with you. Now, there is a feeling that encompasses you and that person and that feeling is called love. Now, you see, love is not just the love between a mother and a child. It's not just the love between a father and a son. It's not just the love between two couples are about to get married it's not just the love between siblings it's not just the love between a man and a woman it is not just the love between god and his creation it is a more powerful tool it is a force that organizes and enhances the order of things in the universe now i'm going to start by expanding the biblical aspect of love for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in that his son who is a product of his love shall have everlasting life and shall not perish god understands the importance and power of love and that is why the first and most important commandment of all is love the god Love the Lord thy God with all of your heart. Love God with everything you have. For God so loved the world. He loved the world with everything he had. That he was willing to sacrifice his son. It, it doesn't take, it doesn't take um, a piece of paper. Or it doesn't take a notion to just say, I have a son. Go and die for people who are not worthy of it. It is an immense love. The power of this love cannot even be phantomed or explained. And that is why I come to tell you that this tale of love began even before we were created as people. 
For God loved us in such a way that he needed us to have a companion. When God created Adam as his first creation, he understood that man needed a woman. He understood that man, Adam, needed someone to be with. Adam had the animals. Adam had the beds of the air, the sea, the trees. And even had the power to name them. But God saw that Adam needed someone, a partner beside him. That is why in a tale of love, it is paramount that we understand that it takes two to tango. Either between a husband and a wife, a mother and her child, a brother and a sister, a man and a woman who come together for union. Now you see, I will tell you a story of unconditional love. Love is considered to be both positive and negative, with its virtue representing human kindness, compassion, and affection. The unselfish, loyal, and benevolent concern for the good of another. The desire to see another happy, genuinely, that is what love is. A lot of people have, have defined love as seeing someone, liking their characteristics, and saying, I'm in love. You must be genuine. There must be genuinity in your love. Love doesn't suffer violence. Love doesn't hate. Love is not jealous. Love cannot kill. And that's why I say every law in the universe is built on love. Human coexistence in society is built on love. The laws of the nation as well as the laws of man is built on love. For if you love a person, you're able to understand that that person shouldn't go through pain. So you don't commit crimes against that person. And then in my last podcast, I began, I, I, I made us understand that you and I are society. So you and I play a role in making society a better place. Society is founded on the principle of love. So whatever activity a person does in society, it must be on the principle of love. And until we understand that society will continue to be as bad as it is. You see, God understood the importance of love. And that is why he said, man, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And as I had said from the first podcast I had, self-love. You must first love yourself to understand what love is, to be able to reciprocate love. Now, the interpersonal love is love referred between human beings. And that is the love that I plan to explain to you in my personal tale of love. And um, it said right before I was born... And I'm going to explain it to you so you understand the importance and power of love. You see, love can change a man. Love can make a man. Love can mar a man. You see, it is the love that we have for people that draws us closer to them. It is that same love that makes us let go of people. Uh, We we know the song. um, I've forgotten the artist that sang the song. You only know if you love her if you let her go. Love makes you do both wise and foolish things. That is why we need to be able to control our emotions. You see, love is not an emotion that is created. It's not an art that is being configured in our mind. It is something that is subjective to the heart. You know, I had an argument one time with a friend of mine who said, you can control love. You can't. Why do you think you see someone? I don't know if people believe in love at first sight because I do. You see someone and, you know, you tell yourself, I like this person. I like to associate with that person. And then you begin to get fond with the fond of the person. You see, 
love your heart doesn't give you timing it doesn't tell you oh by 4 p.m on wednesday you're going to go to this particular cafe and you will see this man or you will see this lady or you will see this child and then you'll fall in love with that child your heart doesn't give you pre-notice it doesn't give you um, um a message a notification that it will happen it just happens it's not something you can control but once you're in a relationship with a person you control the activities that build the love that was the fruit of that relationship uh, sorry that was the root of the relationship and that's why i say any relationship in life be it between a man and a woman be it between a boy and a girl be it between a mother and a child be it between a father and a son any relationship that is not built on love friendly relationship erotic relationship um spiritual relationship whatever it is that is not built on love such relationship will not flourish biblically if you do not love the god you, the lord your god you will not obey the, his commandment the word of the lord says if you love me you will keep my commandments so if you do not love god you do not obey his commandment and all those who do not obey the commandment of god we all know the end they perish at the end of the day so even christ makes us understand that to have a relationship with him you must love him and then what makes you think to have a relationship with another person there is no existence of love whatever it is that whatever it is that has built this um fallacy in your mind that you can stay with a person without love and call it a relationship it is a big hasty generalization and it is wrong so here goes my tale of love so i was born into this environment and i did not know myself i didn't i didn't recognize who i was because i was yet to you know have this cognition of who i was or where i was but there was celebration there was happiness because my birth was the seal of the fruit of love between two people my mom and dad so we went went on there was celebration because my mom was happy she had me i i was the first born i am the first born of my family and i've been an only i had been an only child for almost six years before i had siblings so you can understand the level of love and affection i received from my parents as the only child for that lengthy period of time and then in this path i was able to understand the genuine love a mother feels for a child even when the child does not understand that love or the efficacy of that love like my mother beating me when i steal from her purse or my father shouting at me when i do things that are wrong i turn and i tell myself these people do not like me but instead they love me enough that is why they are trying to groom me to be a better person in society love Love is what made my father and my mother decide that I need to go to school to learn the basic things of life. Love is what made my father drag me into Sunday school every Sunday to understand the principles of God and to know that I have to love the Lord my God as the only one through God who is the supreme being. Love is what makes my mother leave all those fancy clothes and shoes that would deprive her the money to get me my daily meal so that I can nourish and grow as a child. Love is what make my father go under rain and sun each time to get me food to eat so that I can grow. 
love is what built my family and you see as i got into societies i started school i began to understand that i can have a feeling of liking for another person who is not a member of my family why does my heart care so much for someone who sits beside me i didn't understand the phenomenon so i was confused and then you guess what i told myself okay i'll let it be since i can't control it and then i went deeper into society and i got into i got into um um places you know institutions that made me understand that in order to treat people well i need to love them you see the tricky thing about life is people most people don't like to be treated the way they treat people and it's wrong do unto others as you want others to do unto you if you don't want to be stolen from don't steal if you don't want to be lied to don't lie if you don't want to be cheated on don't cheat don't do things that will undermine your relationship with other people because guess what karma does exist and karma doesn't just apply to things that are evil but you see my karma was love because at a point in my life i fell in love and i loved so much that when my karma came i ignored my karma you know there was a man who loved me unconditionally that he died for me and then till today as i read his books and as i try to understand him i ask myself what kind of person what kind of spirit what kind of being would love a person enough to be willing to lay their lives for them and then i haven't gotten a grasp of it but as i have gotten of age i begin to understand that love is not just a word that we confess oh i love you i mean to you because a lot of people have used this love to exploit people a lot of people have used this love to rape people's children a lot of people have used this love to defile people a lot of people have used this love to cheat on people and then we call ourselves human beings with love no we're not we do not deceive ourselves and call ourselves human beings who are capable of love when we begin to do things that hurt other people you see love is not just an affection love is a being love is inside of you it is you and until you make yourself love you're not able to relate properly with people you see a lot of people out there complain about relationships complain about their their entanglement with people but you need to decide when your love for a person becomes dislike and you need to understand and decipher when the lost you felt was love or when the love you felt was lost you see when you're in love with someone you're genuinely happy for that person when you're in love with someone you only want to see the best of that person when you're in love with someone you only want to be happy with that person love is not jealous love doesn't hate so what then is love if you can raise up your hand as a man and beat your wife what then is love if you're able to cheat on your partner and come back and sleep in the same bed? What then is love if you're able to steal from the people that look up to you? What then is love if you're able to rape a girl who said she was in love with you? You see, society has so misconstrued the concept of love that we just say it so freely without understanding the importance of the word love. 
love is not just a phenomenon you have to be loved and then as i got into society as i had given my whole self to loving a particular person who i did not know from adam and i got hot over and over and over again and then i can tell you it was love that made me realize that i was getting hot because in giving love i was able to love myself and tell myself you see i do not deserve to be beaten i do not deserve to be shouted at. i do not deserve to be treated like a trash bag and so i packed my things and i left and then love doesn't just mean you laugh and giggle all the time about irrelevant things you see if you love a girl or a guy in a relationship you want that person to grow it's not just about the money they can spend on you it's not just about the pleasure they can give you at a particular point in time but it's about how both of you can build yourselves because in the end self-actualization is what matters so have you been able to love somebody ask yourself with all these things i i have told you today have you been able to love somebody? That relationship or entanglement you're in, is it love or lust? Or is it just a mere entanglement with someone? Be yourself. You see, when you're in love with someone, you don't need to hide how you feel or how you react to things because you're scared of how that person might react to your feelings. You see, when you're in love with someone or when someone loves you, your feelings cannot become an argument. For the truth, it is wonderful to have someone beside you to grow, to go through all the things you go through. Be it happy moments, be it sad moments, be it moments of tears, moments of joy or celebration. Someone that stands by you to understand it. That person truly loves you. And this is my tale of love. I can tell you, I have loved and I have been loved. It doesn't matter how hot I was because in the end, I have gotten my healing. You know, they say time heals and it's true. But what matters or what decides whether that healing period will leave a scar or not is the amount of love you put in the healing process. You see, when you gently treat a wound, a bruise or a bleeding, it leaves the scars. But when you just, you know, clean it off something and leave it there to, to heal on its own, it could leave a scar. So take care of your heart. Love your God. Love yourself. And love that person that cares genuinely for you. Do not let your past experiences deny you the opportunity of being loved. Like I said, love and be loved. So at this point... I will let you listen to our guest, Mr. Justice Alimi. And he's going to expound and tell you his own tale of love. For love is a powerful tool and we need to make love personified. Hello guys. My name is Justice Alili and some of you might know me but some of you might not um but i'm a spoken word poet and i like to think myself as a poet in search of satisfaction 
and the word the word satisfaction today i feel like is far-fetched because humans generally are insatiable beings but i feel like true satisfaction is gotten when we actually find that thing we love doing we attain some level of contentment and happiness in ourselves because we feel like we've found our self-worth you know our life has more value when we pursue our dreams and it gives more meaning to us when we actually attain those dreams and i have been opportuned to love and i'll tell you that love is a beautiful thing you know you know because yeah i've experienced it and contrary to popular beliefs these days who say that love doesn't exist man fortunately for me it exists because i have felt it in the highest form i think it reminds me of my first love back in 2015 when i felt like i didn't deserve anything good in life and god just brought this beautiful perfect yet imperfect girl my way and she taught me things that i've never i never imagined would be possible you know she unlocked some limitations in my mind and helped me grow as a person and in my heart it was love in the purest and truest form you know so that was a beautiful experience for me and i had to hold on to that feeling even after we separated yeah we separated on a good note and everything but i think destiny separated us it took us it took our parts on different ways so um i think she she went abroad and then i went to school and you know but i i would say our relationship ended on a bad note everything is cool and today she's my best friend and she's about to get married she just got she got she just got engaged like i think um two weeks ago and we talk every time we're like best of friends and everything you know and yeah she's living her best life and she's she's falling in love with someone other person and then here i am <laughs> that's proof that this life no balance you know but yeah you know after after she left i held on to that love for so many years and for a year or so i never really opened up to, i can't really say i really opened up to any other person you know per se so it got to a point where i was frustrated with myself and i felt desperate i felt like okay it's been a year since since she left you know and i'm still here because you know you know when, when you're in love now you make promises like eh, i'm gonna be with you forever 
our love is gonna stand tall all those kind of things you know all those promises i thought i was gonna marry her that we're gonna meet someday all those things you know so it's crazy but yeah those were those are things that you do when you're when your head is filled up with love and all that but at some point reality sets in so even while she was abroad we still continued with the love thing you know with distance and all and i was willing to go on with that i held on to that for many years like for many months you know and that was that was all i that was my lifeline you know it made me not to open up to anybody but at some point you know we just had to agree that man it is what it is and we have to move on with our lives you know so after i realized that it made me desperate so i decided to go back into the market and that's when i found someone who showed me the other side of love which is like fake love you know what i mean and she exploited me and did things to me that i can't say you know but i'm gonna tell you some of it i'm gonna i'm gonna summarize that story in a poem you know that story of my life in a poem and i'm not here to preach or some do some motivational speech i'm just here to pour out my heart and sow true poetry because that's what i know how to do best so i have two poems today and both of them are personal stories so i'm gonna start with this one so enjoy maybe the scars you gave me was god's own way of showing me how much it burns to forgive someone but at least I loved the way she sizzled on my skin but still stung. So let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, I pray, O oh God. Those were my very unconscious words to God the very first day I met her. Long legs, short skirt, breathtaking cleavage beautiful calves so perfectly made beyond faults when i beheld her face i knew she was the angel i had been praying to god for since kindergarten and each time she spoke is as if time took a pause to listen yet each time she walked it's as if the cosmos slowed down itself to take note of her every move. They say no one is perfect, but she was too perfect. It felt like her skin orchestrates the symphonies of melanies as same as the beauty of her face, that it made her face sound like music. And the color of her skin so elegant that it composed a melody too beautiful for one heart to sing. It felt like my heart was gonna explode. 
one look into those eyes and I was totally hypnotized by her face because it could only take a deep-rooted Christian to resist her touch and I was none of that you know I was the kind of Christian who was always within arm's reach of God's promise but of God's power I was clueless I was the kind of seek and you shall find, knock and the door will be opened unto you kind of Christian. I never knew God for who he truly was, talkless of having a deep relationship with him. So you see why one touch from her callous arms left me undone? Longing for a taste of that reddish fruit from the forbidden tree? There ain't nothing wrong with that. After all, we live in, a, in the 21st century, right? A place where attraction is based on anatomy and sex has been removed from matrimony. So I wanted her so bad. But there was one problem. I was a shy kind of guy, so I said to myself, the only way anything could go on between us was if she said hi first. So we went on our first date, had our first kiss, lay together with bodies tightly held against each other, but sorry to bust your bubble. For these were all fantasies made up in my head. But I knew I had already messed up. For as a man thinketh, so is he. I remember the very fateful day she said, Hi, Justice. <laughs> I can't explain it. But I know my whole system was left half dead on shaky bones. So eventually, we got together and we got into a relationship. But you know, it was not until I got into a relationship with her that I began to know her for who she truly was. Girl, I've never met someone so difficult. You lay your jigsaw words on tables, your hieroglyphic heart on a scale of one to Rubik's Cube. Girl, you are a Rubik's Cube. Just when one side is figured out, the other sides are all still screwed up. When we were together, we had knives for eyes. Life is spades when you're always cutting your partner. And I still remember the taste of the scars on my tongue each time I started to tell her I love you too. And you know, I used to say mushy and romantic stuff like, Girl, I know you think you're not photogenic. 
but it's just that cameras know they cannot capture your beauty in simple frames of pixels. Why try? When I see you coming towards me, your face is the only Polaroid worth waiting for to fade in. Girl, I have not thought like that in years. You've turned me into a nervous nation. Your runaway words fired at my knees like twin towers on Tuesdays. I lost myself in oblivion. My heart became a bottomless pit, hoping to fill the void within. You have no idea how the simplest of words bruised me, but I stayed. You know, on her bed day, I was so broke that I had to borrow money from my guys just to impress her. You might not believe me, but at that time, I bought her an iPhone 6 Plus. And when I asked her how she liked it, she told me, um, I'm gonna hold you over until the next iPhone 7 comes out in a couple of months. And I said to myself, if this or if this is all I am to you, something for you to hold on to until you scream me, I let go. I thought letting go proved I was strong. It only proved I was numb. With you I felt fear, felt frustration, felt let down at least. I felt something. I wanna forgive you, but I don't wanna stay here. But maybe the scars you gave me was God's own way of showing me how much it burns to forgive someone. And you know that cup tastes more bitter than vengeance. But I wouldn't know the wart of roses if my hands have not known tongues. And my heart would not appreciate the fact that it beats if it has not escaped flat lines. Girl, I hoped in you in many ways. Mortal knees were never meant to stand. I've never loved someone so hard. It was hard to love you. So dear Nkechi, I don't know what part of oblivion you rest in, but just know this, even though your fake love bruised me, God's true love healed me, and from then on my prayer has been, let the melody in my heart be the melody in his heart, and let the rhythm of my heart beat. Synchronize with the rhythm of his heartbeat. Because if all love fails, God's love will always be true. Uh, so that's the first poem. <laughs> It's actually a true story, though. Yeah, it is. Um, everything I told you in that poem actually happened. And yeah, it's just, you know, 
when your back is against the wall and you have no one to run to you know you have nowhere to go god is always there you know so in that in that painful turbulent time of my life when i felt i was used and dumped because you know she eventually dumped me the only assurance i had was god you know in the midst of my trials and everything god god will always be god you know so yeah that's my first poem now this second poem is for we you know people have have like um wrong perceptions of love people feel love is um in the physique in the bank account what the guy can give you or love is about sex or love is about um or love is a competition or love is i don't know people have crazy 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 definitions of love you know in as much as love is dynamic and cannot be subjected to one to one person's opinion i feel that there are some characteristics of love that must be prevalent or present in every relationship for you to know that okay love lives here so before i actually got to know what love truly is in my own language i had very very wrong definitions of love you know i had very wrong orientations about love what love was so i'm gonna tell you about that in a poem this next poem is titled um love defined you know so i hope you can get something from this one as well before i begin i warn you for this poem is rated 16 for the composition of its components are highly romantic i tell you therefore listeners discretion is advised now what is your definition of love you know i thought love was in her face a girl so magnificent in just one gaze a damsel so beautiful for all her days second to none among her peers above my fears i was scared that i had become a palm wine drinker elusively drunk in this cesspool of obsession i had for her queen bee amongst all slain mamas you know she was baptized with the aroma of a perfume that coincidentally matches the same scent i perceived on queen elizabeth's skin at my royal invitation to dine with her majesty at the buckingham palace and i'm also sure i found love in her smile you know the same kind of wing that resuscitates dry bones to rise again the kind that makes you so high below the most high that you want to rub up by it but i wish i wish speaking in tongues would give you a vivid picture of how this forsaken heart was completely rejuvenated because each time i see her walking towards me 
Her face was the only Polaroids were waiting for to fade in. And as I was walking the streets of Oberte one day, I'm pretty sure I found love in her waistline. A landmine begging for attraction and the poise of temptation, revealing the grace in her calves, all the warmth of her skin, all the calm of her embrace, like floor of rainforest with pores that sweat pride, the ointment so rich in her hair that glistens like the sun, chai. I hate to confess, but man, I was tempted to touch. Now my guys, I know most of us were brought up with the prominent notion that as boys, our places as men is in providing for our every desire. So from Gucci and Gabbana to Brazilian hair to iPhone X until the words fell, honey, if you love me, you will buy me a Porsche as my assurance. Nye. This girl chopped me well, well, until I was transformed from a big fish to an impoverished crayfish. <laughs> it's okay to laugh. But you know, we got it all wrong. You know, love is not just attracted by what it sees, but captivated by what it finds within. Nor is it in the physique, for the things which are not seen are eternal, and love is eternal. You know, love is not just after her nakedness, but in search of her heartbeat. Nor is in the weight of his bank account, but in the content of his character, for love is unconditional. You know, love loves to give more than love loves to receive. And no matter the component, the molecular chemistry of love's being is sacrifice. Trust me, I have learnt my lesson. And next time, I promise to go after the content instead of the container. But as I end, I must say this. The true definition of love is what you deem it to be. So like I asked you in the beginning, what is your definition of love? You can think about it and then you can hashtag your answer. Thank you for listening. I want to give a special shout out to Udo Victoria for giving me this opportunity to share a story with you guys. And I hope you got, you learned something from it. And thank you for tuning in. Until we meet again, God bless. Ciao. It was really amazing to hear our 
guests speak to us about love and just like he has said love is what you define it to be don't forget to love and be loved thank you so much guys for listening to this podcast i love you guys so much i hope to see you in our august episode bye